Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Monday, February 5th. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today, we're giving you a brief history of the conservative commentator Tommy Lahren's ongoing beef with hip-hop. But first, the headlines. House Republicans released the infamous secret memo accusing the FBI and Justice Department of bias against President Trump in the early stages of the Russia investigation. The four-page memo was written by California Republican Representative Devin Nunes and pushed by Republican members of the House Intelligence Committee. It outlines some, but perhaps not all, of the details of how the Department of Justice secured a warrant to surveil former Trump campaign advisor Carter Page in 2016. Page, however, had been under watch by counterintelligence officials since at least 2013 for his contact with a Russian spy who tried to recruit him as a source. The FBI and DOJ say that the memo leaves out key facts and that by revealing U.S. intelligence operations, The document risks harming intelligence-sharing operations with other countries. $100 billion got wiped off the digital currency market in a 24-hour period, part of a $400 billion drop over the past six weeks. Bitcoin dropped 14% on Thursday, falling to its lowest price in more than two months. And Fidel Castro Diaz-Balart, the oldest son of Cuba's late former communist leader Fidel Castro, has taken his own life at the age of 68. According to state media, Castro Diaz-Balart, also known as Little Fidel, had previously been treated by doctors while in a deeply depressed state. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. If you don't already know, Tommy Lahren is a conservative commentator with a habit of going off about hypocritical liberals, the Hollywood elite, and Colin Kaepernick. But Tommy also has a particularly complicated and recurring relationship with hip-hop music and Black artists. Today, we've got noisy writer Dan Ozzy in the studio with Vice's Ankita Rao breaking this down. Tell me about Tommy Lahren. What is her deal? Uh, Tommy Lahren is a is a professional loud person. Um, you've probably seen her if you have gone on Facebook. She has these sort of viral videos where she's just yelling at the camera about what essentially boils down to a lot of white nationalist rhetoric, a lot of rich Democrats and coastal elites. Like, she hates these people. She hates Colin Kaepernick. She has her targets. She she knows what riles people up, and she, like, hits those targets pretty hard. And you lay out in this article basically this epidemic of her either attacking or kind of sidelining hip-hop artists across the genre. Give me the quick and dirty rundown of all of the artists that she has decided to take on. So she's had either ongoing or one-off little spats with Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, 21 Savage, 50 Cent, Charlemagne, Jay-Z and Beyonce, Eminem, and Lil Wayne. Where did this start? Good question. I don't know. She she has, again, like within hip-hop, she has her 
her targets that she likes to take on as topics frequently. I don't know which one the first one was, but I can tell you like Beyonce and Jay-Z, that, that's something she likes to, to delve into. She keeps having this like face plant with Wale where it's like, it's like Sideshow Bob stepping on the rakes. Like she just keeps doing it over and over and just failing. So I don't know when the first one was, but it's it just keeps going. Let's talk about this thing with Wale. So this actually started with him talking about Tommy by calling her Tammy in one of his lyrics. Yes, he mentioned Tommy in a song, sort of like uh, he he the way he pronounced it was Tammy Lauren, and she responded on Twitter saying like you know if you're gonna diss me in a song at least get my name right, and. That that sort of started the end of Tommy Lahren and Lahren's relationship with hip hop because he responded and he just said, "Okay, Tammy," and from then on it was like misnaming Tommy Lahren has become like a national pastime on Twitter. Like if you look at anything she's ever tweeted, there's just like a mile long list of replies that's like, "Okay, Tamarin," "Okay, Tamika," "Okay, Tormi," "Okay, like Tanya," and like it's to the point where. When I was writing this article, I like several times was like, wait, 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 what, what is her real name? Because T-O-M-I doesn't seem like a real name either. It's like, it's, it's super daunting. Yeah. So that was, that was her first encounter with Wale. But that wasn't it. She actually went back for more. When she got fired from The Blaze, which is funny because she got fired from this conservative site for basically saying on The Daily Show that she thinks that the government shouldn't have control over a woman's body it's like the one good thing she's ever said and she got fired for it but uh yeah after when she was having this like sort of ongoing falling out with the blaze she tweeted i'm gonna take the advice of at wale and just smile and so like wale just like had this softball you know thrown at him and he said uh same phone who dis and it's like man just keep face planting tommy tamarin whatever your name is so we're not sure if she's a real person. We don't know if she has a real name. But I think that you and I probably both agree that the dumbest thing she's done is try to take down Beyonce and poke at the beehive. What happened there? Well, the thing that she first, I, I think, didn't like about Beyonce was when Beyonce did the Super Bowl halftime show in 2016. And if you remember, she had like a bunch of dancers and they were all decked out in this like Black Panther regalia. And um, Tommy Lahren just, like, had an embolism about it on her Final Thoughts segment where she just, like, she did a lot of historical rewriting of of the Black Panthers movement. Like, she has called the Black Panthers movement a terrorist organization many times. Obviously, that is wildly historically inaccurate. I don't think she understands the directives of the Black Panther movement. But um, so anyway, just, like, seeing her on national TV in this, like, bullet belt and Black Panther clothes, like, just sent her off. And the way she described it was so, like, the venom in her voice. Like, she went on this tirade where she was just like, hey, guess what, Beyonce? Little white girls like your music just the way little black girls do. And it was just like, you know, like, when you just hear somebody talk and the words are just coming out of their mouth and just like, oh, this is coming from such a place of, like, hatred. It's it's like what Bill O'Reilly had before he got fired from Fox for being a, a creeper. It's good to remind people of that every, every so often. Some of this seems specifically performative and she's clearly trying to stoke some rage here but then she tried to backtrack with this little Times Square hangout with Charlemagne what happened there was so weird she had 
Charlemagne, the the host of the Breakfast Club, on her show via satellite, and they like argued a bit about Black Lives Matter, about Michael Brown, and then she was supposed to be on the Breakfast Club, but she had to cancel last minute allegedly because like she had done the daily show the night before and apparently her employer was not happy with what she said on the daily show but anyway so she canceled her appearance on the breakfast club but yeah weirdly charlemagne and tommy were spotted like hanging out in times square by a tmz reporter and it was like really weird because the tmz reporter was like hey why are you guys hanging out and she was just like yeah i bet you're surprised i hang out with black people and it's like oh man uh, but I don't know. I don't know why they've they've formed this like weird kinship. Um, Charlemagne is also like a very divisive person in the hip hop community. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he just saw a big audience with her, and or maybe they're genuinely friends. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, Charlemagne and Tommy. Maybe maybe it's because Char- Charlemagne's the only person like willing to give her a chance to speak. Is that it? I don't know. Why is this particularly destructive right now? Because obviously, you know, black hip hop artists have been stigmatized and screwed over for years, painted in really broad brushstrokes by the media and other people for decades now. But I feel like Tommy's doing something even worse, you know, and presenting it in a worse light to her audience. Yeah, and it's such a, like, antiquated view of of what hip-hop is it's it's like the way she views you know the black panthers it's the same way like she still is tied to this idea of like gangster rap which is really like not where hip-hop is at all and especially like when you look at how she comes after jay-z jay-z is a guy who sold drugs which she reminds her viewers of constantly and pulled himself out of that to become like one of the richest like media moguls in the world is like a billionaire like several times over you know and um she still has this view of him that he's just like this crack dealer in in like the streets like you know and she can't she can't pull herself out of that that idea that somebody could transcend that lifestyle to become successful so yeah it's just it's just painting rappers with like a, you know putting them in a box of like what they can never be they can never be respected they can't run for office they can't make media companies, you know? Which is so interesting because on the one hand, she does say, hey, I have these black friends. I listen to rap music. White girls listen to Beyonce. So she's almost trying to position herself as I'm more human than you guys are. You know, like I'm able to see everyone equally. Why aren't you? And on the other hand, undermines an entire cultural force at the same time, which is something that's really hard to pull off, I think. Well, she's she's one of those people who wants to take from the black community, um, but never, you know, give it credit. Like, one of the things she got a lot of heat for online was when she posted an Instagram video of herself singing a 21 Savage song. And it's just like, people were outraged because it's like, you spend all these segments chastising rappers and black celebrities like Colin Kaepernick and then like yeah and then you're singing along to 21 Savage it's really like you can't have it both ways you know so tell me a little bit about your personal journey with Tommy Lahren because apparently you guys don't have a great relationship either (laughs) well we don't have much of a relationship but she she blocked me on Twitter a few years ago because she tweeted that 
Black Lives Matter was the new KKK, which is like, I mean, I don't even know where to start with, with the inaccuracy of that. But she tweeted that and um, I screenshotted it and then she deleted it. And I just tweeted it at her. And I was just like, hey, Tommy, why did you just delete this tweet where you said Black Lives Matter was the new KKK? And then she blocked me. And I was like, hey, Tommy, why did you block me when I said that you deleted a tweet where you said Black Lives Matter was the new KKK? So, yeah, like, I I don't know. She she has me blocked. But, again, like, all, all you need to know about this person is that they likened Black Lives Matter to the KKK. Like, Jesus. To read Dan's full article, go to noisy.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to right now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.